big rocks and all that sort of thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just Hello. Uh, sorry, John. Will you th- please interrupt the intro, Eva? This is a new, a new level. Go on. What are you saying? Well, you just started the intro. I didn't realise we were starting. Oh, oh, you didn't give me the signal. You just started randomly talking about some ad on Acast. Well, on Spotify, when our readers uh, <laughs> yeah. click into Spotify to, to read well, you see, the pod, this is the problem. What they need to do is is get the transcription oh. that that you provide every year. <laughs> Every episode oh, for the lawyers, full background detail on every act yeah. mentioned. And yes, that's right. Like the proper podcast people do. If you'd like to buy any of the books <laughs> or albums mentioned in this podcast, we've got our if, own Amazon shop. That's if, what we should fucking do. An if, Amazon you, shop. if if you Amazon to shop, have a double edged wang, yeah, the, of unfeasibly large dimensions, yeah. as per please contact Mick Wall because he <laughs> likes to see all of them. <laughs> just to just to know what he's up against. What are you saying about Amazon? We should have an Amazon shop, you know, where they like everyone who mentions the 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 yeah. You know, say we mentioned the Starbenders as we did last, and which week. we're about to again. Yeah. Then someone goes, "Oh, I'd quite like to buy a Starbenders album." I'll go on Amazon and do so. Yeah, but how do we benefit? Well, we have our own Amazon shop, which we put the Starbenders in. If they buy it from our Amazon shop, then we get like, you know, 5p or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, that's definitely worth it. Yeah, effort. really yeah, worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, so, you happy for me to start now, are you? Is that okay? Please do. Welcome to a very special edition <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. And what makes it special today, Mick? It's this, John. That's the bit I like. Readers, if you could see his little face at the moment. He's so happy. This does sound like Vince, doesn't it? And then the dealer comes in. That's fucking proper music. Yeah, it is very good. That's very good. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to see a festival called Proper Fucking Music. Yeah. Headlining would be Steel Pant. Well, no, headlining would be the dealer. Yeah, the dealer in his new, new lineup with Timey Down and Timey. The Down. other ones we suggested: Mark Slaughter, Mark Timey Slaughter. Yeah. Who was the drummer? Oh, God, oh, Jason the blocks. Bonham. It was the blocks. Oh, the blocks. Of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. Uh, and then next on the bill, um, Steel Panther. Because it, but, but, because you, let's alert the readers to the fact you've the spent the week trying to identify the Starbenders and which ones are men and which ones are women. Which because, is not, you've, it, because you found it very confusing. I, I definitely had Starbender confusion <laughs> when we were when we were perusing the promotional material. Yeah, i.e. 
is that a girl or a boy? Which, it's in fairness, in fairness, that is the age-old rock and roll question. It is in rock and roll, yeah. And now, you know, these days doesn't matter. And that doesn't matter. You go, yeah. well, it's both. Yeah. It's neither. Yeah, it doesn't a, matter. It, it's many. There's just four entities in the starbenders. Yeah. Gender non-specific. Yeah. And they just come at you with their rock and roll. They do. Yeah. They do. However, one of our readers... Um, whose name I cannot remember. Should I look it up? You should. Yeah, I should. Well, you keep talking. You, you, you keep talking while I... You see, we put a lot of preparation into a show like this. And it can't just be, you know, you can't just... Maybe we'll, we'll start a crowdfunder for you to get a second phone. <laughs> and then you could look up two things. Well, it makes a change for me to be on the old... Uh, the old... Uh, Oh, I can't fucking find it. Anyway, there's a, there's a picture of them. This very helpful person underneath has captioned it. Chick, dick, chick, dick. There you go. And, and on you... closer inspection, when you enlarge it enough in the correct area, I believe he's right. Yeah. So what we're talking about is chick, dick, chick, dick. Maybe that could be the festival. Mick and John present <laughs> well, W. Mick Wall. I'm not getting involved in your promotions that are about to bomb and probably cost you what remains of your Vast music fortune. business fortune Vast you've built fortune. up over the years. You know, some wanker, um, uh, one of my many contacts, uh, <laughs> was on some forum talking about the Eagles book and encouraging people oh, to read we, it. We should say people are. Mick Wall has written a book about the Eagles. I, very. This very, is what you need to know. Yes, exactly. Currently in all bookshops. Yeah, you wouldn't fucking good know and because bad. clearly my publishers in London have more interesting. No, it's a big hit in America. That's it's where, a well, yeah. I don't like to. I don't. Yeah, I'm. That's not where it needs to. to be a hit yes. in America. Yes, it's you're like Def Leppard. It doesn't matter if you. Sell shit here. It doesn't know, matter. You say you're. I am. I'm like Def Leppard yeah. in like '87. Yeah. We're like, everyone here hates you, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So so um, he, he said one of the people came on and went, I'm not buying that book. I would never buy any, buy, any book by Mick Wall and add to his vast Malibu mansion. Yeah. <sighs> They're so, I thought, well, that's got me, hasn't yeah, it? But they're so bitter apart from anything else, isn't it? It's like, what? I mean, how bitter can you be? What are you going to do for your whole life? You're not going to go into Tesco's because you don't want to add to their vast profits. <laughs> you know, what? where are you going to go? But also, um, you and I are sitting here today in Oxfordshire looking out the window yeah. at the pissing rain. Yeah. Using the cheapest shit equipment that I can afford... Yeah. On my own. Yeah. Well, and as you say, it's very much your show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so you get a lot of that. You get a lot of that. Um, Bitter people. Yeah. yeah. Where were we before that? Though? Well, you were talking about your Malibu mansion. mansion. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's gone. It's gone. Um, yeah. It is quite worrying. It, what, when Who he's, are you? When he's saying it's gone, I'm not at this point sure whether he's referring to the <laughs> mansion or the or, brain, or whether he's lost his train of thought completely. Yeah, no, it's the latter. Cause, yeah, because I know You've still got the. But I know this. I know this much. This much is true. Yeah, I've never had a mansion in. Malibu. No, you haven't. You've been to a mansion. I've been to many. Yeah, well, I've yeah. been to one or two. Yeah. 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 
Um, so anyway, John, let's get back into the exciting world of of, of our festival. Oh, yes. So you've got at the top the dealer, Steel Panther second on the bill, openers Starbenders. Well, that's only three bands. I don't. I mean, throw it's poison a, in it's there. a stretch to call it a festival, isn't it? Because you put poison. If you've seen in festivals there. these days, you have to have about three hundred bands. No. That's part of what makes them so tiring. You know, they, because they're all competing against each other. Yeah. They all have to go on for five days, Ugh. and they have to have you know Ugh. a thousand acts. And then you've got the wellness and then you, tent. You know, jugglers, and you know, <laughs> put a fuck, what do I want to see a fucking juggler for? I don't. Clam- I don't look fire at, eaters. I don't don't look at them when they're busking in the high street. I'm Fire not going to look at them when they're, you know, Glastonbury. Fire eaters. Yeah. I get a, 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 an extinguisher. And yeah. I just yeah. Put them out of everybody's yeah. misery. Yeah. Like just that. Don't want to stilt. People walk on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And they're always standing yeah. down the front. Yeah. You know, cunts on stilts watching the band while your yeah. normal good. Yeah. Type of so punter like us. So what we're saying is we're stripping the festival back to three old bands, school. Old three school. bands, well, one no, four, day. four, four bands, one day, one day. That's it. Are there any like Donington used to be? One day when it was doesn't good. Need, doesn't need to be a weekend. No. Doesn't need to be. You no, don't need and, to be and, there on Thursday. No, and fuck all this in the middle of summer shit. What you want yeah. is a, a cold. Bitter, yeah. rainy winter's day. Winter's day <laughs> yeah. in the mud. In some, I remember went to a festival. I don't think it ever happened again. That was in the middle of a motor racing circuit in somewhere like Long Marsden or somewhere. It was somewhere outside of Stratford upon Avon. You sure you're not talking about Donington Race? No, 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 it wasn't okay. Donington. It was it was a different one. It was only ever happened once, <laughs> and it was just the worst. You know, <laughs> it was one of those ones where you're outside at two a.m. <laughs> trying to get a cab <laughs> because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. nowhere. You, yeah. you, and thousands yeah, of others. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. bizarrely, no passing cabs. Yeah. In the there field. Were, weirdly, there were no cabs, and there were no Uber. No. No Uber. Before Uber, no mobile phone. You couldn't phone anyone no, to say, no. see, "This is where I am." See, that's proper stuff. Yeah. You'd have to at our festival. You have to hand over your mobiles before you go. Yeah. In. Well, there'd be no signal. We're not bothering putting up no, masks or whatever. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, uh, and for sale, all you've got is plastic bottles of cider. Yeah, yeah. One in ten will be filled with piss. Yeah. So it's a kind of a lucky dip. Yeah. But you know that's fun. And there's a merchandise tent which has got transcriptions of the of our podcast, which you can buy. Absolutely, and, and exclusive T-shirts to buy. Kirk Cobain, Kirk, the Kirk Cobain T-shirt. Absolutely, yeah. and we'll be selling our own cologne, our range of cosmetics. Colin Klein. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can do your uh, essential oils. Oh, people are love Mick that. and Kirk. Yeah. Or Kirk's Kirk. essential, yeah. definitely not gay oils. Yeah. Uh, starting with um, uh, lavender. Yeah, you always start with lavender. I think it's the uh, well because it's a medicine in yeah, a bottle. Yeah, you see, medicine yeah. chest in a bottle. Yeah, that's what we used to say back in the old days before, yeah. you know, whatever. So anyway, John, yeah. that's our festival sorted. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else were we going to talk about today? Well, you were holding up something you've been sent this morning through the post. That's true. Because you you've made a contribution. That's true.
What the I really the Starbenders like, do rock. It has they to be said. Rock. Yeah. And what I love about the Starbenders, yeah. and, I, and I bow to no one in my love of Steel Panther, okay, or the Dealer. Yeah. Oh no, 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 Steel Panther. But what I really love about the Starbenders is they're not making fun. Yeah, the, yeah. They're real. Yeah. This is real, John. They really are. Chick Dick, Chick Dick. Yeah. In the same way that Motley Crue used to be. Well, they mm. were sort of. Dick, massive dickhead, <laughs> massive dick, <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that was originally when that they was first the, went that out was the, the original lineup. That was yeah. the that was the yeah, the was, uh, yeah. that was what they originally called. Yeah, before yeah. they went for the yeah. far less useful Motley Crue. Yeah. Right. So you were saying about a magazine that had come through the. Oh, I didn't know it was a magazine. It's come through the post. Yes. Oh, it's look at it's lovely. Yeah. It's, I'll explain to the readers. Um, uh, it's a record collector magazine special on the Hang Foo on, yeah. Fighters. Record collector. Esteemed. I mean, already the excitement levels are through the roof. Record collector has been around for decades. Do, do you read record collector? We all read you, record you know, collector. Would you, would you ever have a copy of the... Led Zeppelin three with the wrong catalogue number. I mean, that's worth fifty pounds. That's listen. It's I was at the record mart down in, um, uh, you know, the south coast of st- Wales, standing in the next to Lingy, fishing standing village. next to Lingy. He's found a an album. Actually, the best one ever was when we went to the uh, the status quo at Minehead. Butlins. Butlins, where yeah. I did the fan convention. You, well, you did the fan convention many years later. Yeah, of course, because I'm younger this man. Was, you know. This was when it just seemed impossibly... Glamorous. Old, no, impossibly distant. The status quo was celebrating their, I think it was their 25th anniversary. I thought, how can anyone be going for 25 years? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Minehead in Butlins yeah. to celebrate. yeah. And on, and we all had to stay. Talking of staying, you know, I can't bloody go home. We all had to stay in the chalets in Butlins, and authentic, uh, that's an authentic experience. Of course, Lingy was there, Dave Ling, with all his merch getting and ready to sign. Well, yeah, there was an on-site record shop, right? Tiny little. I mean, you can imagine what a record shop in Butlins would uh, be like. You know, a tiny little with a bag. Yeah. And Dave, I shit you not, Dave came out of that show and he's holding this record up and he's going, oh, I can't believe I found it. And he found, um, this is no word of a lie, he found a Bathory picture disc that he'd been wanting for years. Bathory? It, yeah, Bathory. Picture disc? Picture disc. And he's like, I in, can't in, believe. In Minehead Butlins. Wow, that's extraordinary. I mean, it's how gonna... many people in Minehead Butlins do you think were on the lookout <laughs> For a Bathory picture disc. This has very sort of Raiders of the Lost Ark energy. It does, it does. Lingy or of I the think, Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. Or like some kindly person had like pre-bought it and left it there for Dave to find because they knew it would make him happy. And there's a name for that person. Mick Wall. No. <laughs> there's a name for that person. Fate, yeah, fate. Doctor Fate, Des- Doctor Destiny, Do- yeah, and yeah. his friends. So Dave came out clutching his Bathory picture disc, and he was very pleased. Mm, yeah, cool. That's what record collector means to me. Well, you see, yeah, look in the back. Tell me how much the- my, you know, my original edition of Rainbow Rising is worth. Well, that's you know that is very useful information. Yeah, it is the interesting thing, of course. The paradox is that. 
the people that read record collector for that kind of information it's like it's worth it's worth 84 pounds you know would never no, sell well, see, this in is, a million here's my years. Business, here's my business idea, right? For gotta, the BBC yes, or anyone at Sky, you, you, you could phone your old, old mates at Sky up if you want to. The I end, used to do a show on, so oh, did Now who's interrupting? Uh, now I used to do a show on. Uh, what, what does it feel oh, like, we, John? How Mick, does it feel to get a Mick taste Wall, of your own medicine? Mick Wall and his vintage memories. Gather round, <laughs> everyone. Did you know you used to have a show on Sky? Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. kids are the same whenever I say um I used to work when I used to work at Pizza Hut they're like no not this fucking story again. Yeah. Did I ever tell you when I used to work? No. No, I'll tell no, you that no, another no, day. Yeah. Go on. Anyway, what were you saying? The uh oh, re- so record my, my business idea yeah, oh, yes, yes. for any TV company wants it. Antiques Roadshow, but it's just records. Yes. And they would all be standing around Lingy would get his uh, battery pit and like oh this is from yeah, nineteen eighty-two. You and I could be the judges, and they and they. You get to the big reveal, and they go, you know, you know, the people on that antique show, they always act like they're astonished. They go, what do you think it's worth? And they're like, oh, well, I hope it's worth at least fifty pounds. Yeah, you can see them thinking, please say a thousand, you know, please say sixteen thousand. It's not they, the money. And so, yeah, and then <laughs> someone goes, oh, it's worth sixteen thousand. Their eyes are like going round in fucking circles. But they, oh well, I'd never part. With no, it's a, I'm leaving this to my daughter. Yeah, yeah. and she'll flog it. Yeah, first day <laughs> yeah. I'm dead, mate, in yeah. the shop. No, but yeah, the, the one, sure. the ones that I like are the bittersweet ones where, you know, old, oh, it's pretty, old yeah. crone turns up with various generations, and these are some etching. My father did in the First World <laughs> War. Here's one of his friend Tommy, yeah. who had the left side of his face <laughs> blown off. And and if you look carefully, you can just see his little elegy to "fuck me, Tommy, where's your face?" You know. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got hundreds of these. <laughs> yeah. And they'll go. Well, yeah. Extraordinary. Extra- I mean, they're very lovely things. No, what, what they always what, say. They, now, what they say, they go. Clearly. You know, uh, they are priceless when it comes to sentimental value. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. However, in the real world, I wouldn't yeah. wipe my arms. No, they're, not, they're probably not worth more than a few pence each. <laughs> <laughs> that happened with Lingy and his Bathory pictures. <laughs> in the real world, Dave, not even Bathory wants this back. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Music for Nations want it for their warehouse marked Please Burn and Recycle. Those picture discs and coloured vinyl. Do you remember yeah. um, Jem that worked at Music I do for remember Jem. Yes. Oh, what a guy. We would have some fun there. I saw us. When did I see Jem? I saw it, it when I ran into Xavier at a, Xavier a pub Russell. in Clapham. <laughs> he was Jem's one of his buddies. Hang on, yeah. when I let me just unpack that. When I ran into Xavier Russell at yeah. a club in no, it's a pub in oh, Clapham. Oh, sorry, oh, a yeah. pub that makes more sense. He was drinking. In... He was drinking in this pub in Clapham, talking about. I could just hear this. I could say, what were you doing? Well, at I was meeting my friend Richard, and then I could oh, hear this friend, voice. You know, oh, can only be Xavier. And around, he was talking to Jem. Jem, yeah, yeah. Well, Jem used to crack me up. I mean, he was. I was talking to him about picture discs and coloured vinyl. He goes, "It's amazing." He goes, you, you, "You know, we would deliberately only put out like a thousand copies of something, uh, knowing people would want more, and then we'd put out the special silver disc edition." And yeah. Remember when they did that uh, extra weight? It was like yeah. 480 grams. Gram, GSM or something, and, yeah. And it was like Master of 
puppets and they did it in two discs because yeah. if you you know that they the grooves are so far apart exactly that yeah, the yeah. sound yeah, qualities yeah. are fucking <laughs> you know and um and i said to him i said why the hell did you because they would do a gold one a silver yeah. one a green one whatever they had and i said uh why did you do that awful brown one he goes it was the only color we had left <laughs> He goes, we had this brown. It was going cheap because no one wanted it. Yeah. So we did it. He goes, we sold about 3,000 copies. Yeah. The magic of the picture disc. The magic of because vinyl. Because the, the picture disc had the... I'm trying to think how they did it. Did it? Did they actually stamp the ink onto the vinyl? I don't know how they did it now. It's a mystery. I, if I, anyone knows <laughs> how to make a picture disc... Readers. Maybe it's an article in Record Collector about it. If they've never done that article, I suggest they do it. Well, I'm, I'm sure... Well, why don't you do it, John? You get paid. No, you, <laughs> you get paid some of the lowest I rates just, in Europe. Can you imagine the feeling you'd had it? you sat down at your machine to write that? Oh. Warm feelings inside. Yeah. I Feelings of... Uh, contentment. Yeah. Anyway. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Record collector. Um, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a venerable, po- venerable. It's arrived through the post. Ven- well, because, because who's, who's, you'll notice who's on the cover. Who's that, John? Uh, that is, uh, that's a very special friend of Kirk Cobain called Dave. I was going to call him Dave Russell. Why was I going to call him Dave Russell? Well, there you go. There's our next shirt. We've got Kirk da- Cobain. And Dave Russell, Dave Russell on the, of on the, on the drums. Fighters. Dave Russell on the drums. And whatever the bass player was called. Well, it was Chris. And it was Chris. Chris. Crisp. He's gone far right, hasn't he? Chris. Has he? Yeah, he's a trumpist or something like that. Chris? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, I think so. You sure he just hasn't been horribly misunderstood? I don't know. He's He's an artist. He's got Bob Rock issuing a correction (laughs) as we speak. When I said yeah, Nicky hadn't played on any of the, and well, in what? fact, I, I as only never, recently I would begun, never, nor have I ever, nor would I no, ever. And, uh, when I said he'd only recently begun taking bass lessons, what I meant was, yeah, he can play now. He's been giving bass lessons. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Uh, I, I yeah. will find that quote in a minute. But it's like, so we hadn't met up for years, and Nicky walked in and he starts playing the bass, and I'm like. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. And that's where Nicky told me he'd been having lessons for the last eight years. And he's now a really good bass player. Yeah. 
He can even read music. Well, I don't know if he can do that. Fucking go mad. Yeah. He, you know, I know he's written a few books. Doesn't mean he's yeah. read any, does yeah, it? Yeah, so anyway, back to record collector. So you'll notice that uh, Dave, what's his name? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. No, what did you camp. call him? Dave Russell. Dave Russell, the famous guy from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Dave Russell. Um, that's my story. I've got a she. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I think, yeah. oh, yeah. I thought you had oh, some yeah. sort of de- mental delusion there that you no. were Dave Grohl. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think you'll find. I'm just going to try and find the. So there's a good, while you're finding that, there's a great story by it, when you're uh, an author. You so the publishers always tell you if you go into a bookshop and they've got copies of your book, offer to sign them because the the bookshop, you know, they they can sell, oh, yeah, sign yeah. copies yeah. better than. And uh, John Ronson, the you know, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, funny very funny writer he's a big fan of mine i had, I've had always ri- him, john look fuck's sake yeah leave me alone had he he'd written a book called them yeah yeah i've read it yeah yeah which was very very good but he was in a bookshop in new york and they had a big pile on the table of of, of his book and he thought oh, i'd better <laughs> offer to be you know, he always he's got this sort of bumbling louis thoreau type persona um he goes up to the counter and he goes to the guy i wrote them and uh, <laughs> And the guy thinks he just pointed to a big them. pile of books. <laughs> yeah, I wrote them. Do you want me to sign them? And yeah, it, uh, yeah. And I thought hilarity. What, I, thought, I thought that's what was happening to you there. Was like you were saying, yeah, that's no, me. No, I'm just, I'm just. That's showing mine. Because you, you oh, know. let me see, let me see. Hand there you over. go. There you go. There Here you we go. go. There you go. There you go. I'm being I'm, pass, I'm passing over, passing the flame for the for the well, record. There's a, there's a picture of Kirk. The first thing you see is a picture of Kirk. A, the headline, which I've thought long and hard about, is "A Band Is Born." I mean, come yeah. on! You, you should see what they rejected before yeah. they got to that. Yeah, they don't piss around on record yeah. collector, mate. Then they've na- they've now begun the Stanfords with the utterly superfluous words, "the renowned author Mick Wall." That's I mean, me. You don't need to. Do no, I think you to do. Be told that, yeah. I mean, we well, no, they're not telling me. Are they? They're, 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 they're reminding. Which other Mick Walls are there? Well, they're, they're. Do you know what? It's funny you should say yeah. that. About twenty years ago, okay, in the days when people would ring you, I got a phone call, and do you remember um, Bottom, the TV show Bottom? Yes. With Rick Mail. Yes. Aid Edmondson. Yes. Well, many years previously, I'd worked with them on. Bad news yeah. and all that shit. And um, I got a phone call from their promoter, who I know. And uh, it basically, they're going on tour. They need a tour program. Would you write it? I went, yeah. 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 Who wouldn't? Yeah. Like that. Um, oh, man. I fucking, I wanted it to be good. I mean, it's not like, you know, oh, so-and-so's going on tour. It's a band, you know. I thought, this would be great. This yeah. could be a new opportunity for me, you know. Yeah. I sweated on that fucking thing. Honestly, honestly. About three weeks it took me. I sent it yeah, to Yeah, well, them. they'd already gone on tour by then. Yeah. You should have done it yeah. fucking quicker. Um, no, no, they were sending me reminders saying, yeah, we're going to press, you know. So I, I send it and um, I hear nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And you know that's never a good you sign. You sent it into the void. So I rang up and they very... I didn't get to speak to the bloke who'd rung me. No. I spoke to some... You tell him. You, you can see in the background. No, you tell him. You speak to him. You speak to him. Yeah, just say sorry. Just say yeah. sorry. Yeah. Just, say, just say we'll call him back. We'll call him back. Call him back. Um, they had made a mistake. Um, 
they thought they were talking to the Mick Wall. No. I went, who's the Mick Wall? Who's the Mick Wall? He's a writer for the BBC, a comedy writer. No. You've never heard of him, have you? No. I've never heard of him. No. He's real. I googled him. I'm going, what? What So I'm not the Mick Wall? What an absolute piss taker. So I'm like, will I I still get paid? Yeah. They were like, no. I'm like, oh, come on. No, no, not will I still get paid. Where's my fucking money? Well, that's why I needed you there as my manager. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you weren't there. No. And I was early days of distraught. distraught. You know, I'm an artist. I'm not used to dealing with the business. No, no, the business business side of things. The the jackals of the business. Yeah. Yeah, so you're now. I've got to take a picture. So the renowned don't move, don't move, <laughs> don't move cause the renowned good. author Mick Wall. Oh yeah, is uh, told the story of Dave Grohl in comprehensive detail. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> I bet it was fucking comprehensive. I, I, no stone unturned. In his 2015 book, did you do that thing where you go, uh, you know? Where you we you start the book and you've got like you know, two hundred thousand words to go, so you go. He's born in Seattle, so you go. Seattle was founded <laughs> by the Amerindians in you uh, know seventeen fifty. Uh, well, you've obviously one read ro- my book. Rolled so. over the hill. And well, you need saw to go deep. The Great Expanse. You of, need to go be, yeah. be, be, uh, deep, yeah. and you need to provide context. Yeah. No, I di- I didn't with the foos. But I did do that. Um, on my nineteen ninety four book Pearl Jam. Oh, you'd have to because you, yeah. Oh, that that was the sea that Seattle you know, that let, birthed. Let, yeah, let's the not grunge scene. let's not shatter any illusions. But you didn't exactly have a hotline to Eddie Vedder when you well, were writing that. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I could have, yeah. you know, but I just thought, you know, I, do I don't need to talk to Eddie. No, I Why would I story. talk to Eddie? What's he going to say? What's really? he going to say? Yeah. We're great. The yeah. album's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yadda, yadda, yeah, yadda. Exactly, yeah. So very much taking that approach into the Foo Fighters. The renowned author Mick Wall told renowned. the story of Dave Grohl in comprehensive detail oh, yeah. in his 2015 book. Masterpiece. Titled Foo Fighters. Right. Now, hold, uh, hold, hold your... They've got hold, that wrong. Have they've they? got that wrong. They've got that wrong. <laughs> the book was called Learning to Fly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did yeah. that thing, didn't you? They've clearly never seen the book. No. I just sent them the document. Oh, did you? Yeah. 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 In this excerpt, we present to you the surreal tale. Oh, yeah. Surreal. Surreal. That, that's you don't read of, that a lot. Surreal, surreal has become one of those words that is like iconic. Exactly, it's essentially iconic. meaningless. In now. his twi- iconic yeah. 2015 book, yeah. got the title wrong. Yeah. Here he, what was it? Here the he, surreal su- the tale surreal tale of how one great band rose from the ashes of another. Oh, yeah. You see, that's a story you don't hear every day. When news broke on the morning of April 8th, 1994, this is, words now. Yeah, this is me, that Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain had committed suicide at his home in Seattle, loosing a 12 gauge shotgun into his face. <laughs> Fuck, mate, you didn't hold back there. I tell you what. That oh, you is... didn't write that either. No, I, I did, but I wrote that for Raw magazine uh, at the time. Wow. Which then later appeared. Made it into the book somehow. Which later appeared in a in a, in a a very tasteful book that Malcolm Dome and I did. We, yeah. we co-authored. Loosing John, we co-authored. 
We spent almost a weekend. Um, Kirk Cobain, My Friend, <laughs> by Mick Wall and Malcolm Dome. Yeah, it, yeah. it was one of those pocketbook yeah, size yeah, books, that's right. you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. So that made it into there, and then that. Just as inspiration. Loosing a 20-gauge. I mean, 20-gauge. Yeah, I don't know what that means. No, do you? you don't, do you? No, no fucking Into way. his face. Yeah. Well, it, well, it didn't do it into his toe, did it? Yeah. I mean, but I mean... It wasn't like world head, like just Kirk, makes Kirk it sound. Cobain blows toe off. It just makes it sound, you know. Worse. Yeah. Yeah, somehow. well, vivid. That's what you call reportage. Yeah, that's what it reportage. is. Reportage. Yeah. But when the when the news broke, did we know it was a twenty gauge shotgun? I was able to investigate (laughs) thoroughly. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't just a case of watching MTV News or any of that rubbish that you know amateurs get up to. I remember writing um, that raw story, yeah, uh, and 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 cutting to some concert pole jam we're doing where they're like all distraught and. Eddie's backstage crying. Weeping. Always. And so I wrote it all up. And Jeff Barton was editing it. I don't know, you must have been short of an editor that day, but he was in the office doing some editing. And he goes, Mick, he goes, were you at this show? Yeah. I went, no. He goes, it reads exactly like yeah. you were there. I went, thank you, Jeff. That's the magic, You couldn't Jeff. have said anything nice. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I thought at the time, although he, yeah. he seemed to mean in a slightly disparaging. Yeah, yeah it's like. I can't understand that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't making a, I this wasn't up. A, Are you making this up? That's no. what he was saying. Don't yeah. be ridiculous. Ripping off the kids. Yeah, yeah. Don't be ridiculous, yeah. Axel. Yeah. The day Kurt died, not knowing what else to do, he, that's Dave Grohl, and his partner Jenny, Jenny Grohl, <laughs> and other friends, had gone over to bassist Chris Novoselic's house. Chris Novoselic is now a trumpist. It was such a weird time. We were kids. It was strange. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't listen to Nirvana. Which is quite sad because what were all the rest of us doing? We were just playing Nirvana over and over again. You were. I know that. Look, there's a picture. But you could never listen to Nirvana, could you? Here's another picture. Even when Kirk was alive. It's a picture disc. Ah, How do those they are the make days. That? It's a picture disc of the baby who's on the cover of well, the back to the Nirvana's picture disc hit thing. album. Hit, hit, years ago when I sold all my everything records and all the rest of it yeah i found the few vinyls i had left and there was about six different picture discs 12 inch all in bags and and hello hello uh first poison album yeah uh wasp fuck like a beast yeah uh some other stuff i can't remember fairly good stuff i think and uh, i realized i'd never Oh, there was a great Slayer one which came oh. uh, in a sort of a cross. Yeah, I think I remember that. I remember that. I remember that from the office. I remember Crusher wearing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to wear it sometimes. Obviously, yeah. he was he was the man. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it was crimi- the track was criminally criminally insane. insane. Yeah, good track as well. Uh, and I realised with all these picture discs, I'd never played them because. Yeah, it's it's picture disc, and somehow in my head yeah, you don't would, play them. You don't play them. No, they're picture discs. You put them on a shelf in a corner somewhere and never yeah. think of them again. That's exactly, what that's yeah. what you do. Like with modern vinyl, like my my daughters buy records. Yeah, one of them does play them. In fairness, but 
mainly they just buy them to decorate their bedroom walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous prices. You see, then we get to the end of the piece. Oh, yes. The big the big because finale. We, you know, we could go on and on about the piece. Well, we could, and we might. Not. You know, we might. There's a sign-off here. Oh, yeah. Mick Wall's book, Foo Fighters, <laughs> is available online and in stores. That's I, it. I would sue these fucking yeah, bastards. I mean, what are they doing? I don't know. And then, actually, though, I will draw this to your attention. There is oh, a thanks, picture sir. of said book, and it does just seem to be called Foo Fighters. Give it back. Let's let's investigate. Let's bring the full force. Well, I'll be damned. That's that that picture they're showing there. That's the paperback, right? The original, and I quite like that. That is good. I'd have been happy with that because Learning to Fly was a shit title. It was a shit title. I say this to you every time you do a fucking book. Don't use one of the band's songs as the title. Just don't do it. So, uh, but the original hardback, like Foo Fighters, Learning to Fly, and it was literally just a picture. So are you now retracting the fact that it's called Learning to Fly? Let me finish. Um... And it was just a picture of the five of them, like, just standing in a row, but, like, from distance. It's just the <laughs> What's most the point boring cover. It's like, for, it's like, first of all, who cares about the other four? I mean, no, really? Beca- no, because, I made that point, because, what's his name? The Irish writer, Paul Brannigan. Yeah. He had a huge hit with a Dave Grohl biography. Wow. This is a call. Right, right. And the lady so who they, was the new editor at Orion had been the editor on that book at whatever publishing house it had come out on. And she said, well, we can't do another Dave Grohl. I'm thinking, can't we? Surely that's so why was you're eight. publishing. Do you, want, do you not want me to mention Dave Grohl in the book either? <laughs> we'll, just make it, we'll just make it about See, the other guys. Why aren't you in the room yeah. with, with these people yeah. fighting my corner? Yeah. I'll have to bring you there. You should. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, but in fact, practically the first chapter says. So they've now gone back on that and sent put out a paperback with a picture of just Dave Grohl. Yeah. And they've taken off learning to fly and just called it Foo Fighters. Yes, which should have done in the first place. Would you like to apologise to Record Mirror, <laughs> not Record Record Collector, quit Record Mirror, Record Collector for your words earlier where you said that's I not would even like the title. to sincerely apologise to. Yeah. Quite right. Then we go on and there's just more and more. Well, it's a Foo Fighters special. They seem to have illustrated every piece with a Foo Fighters picture disc. Maybe that's a thing. No, because there's a picture. Look, that's a a feature about Queen of the Stone Age. Because he was in Queen of the Stone Age. Who was? Dave Grohl. Was he? Dave Grohl? Yes. I don't even know what Queen of the Stone Age are. Yes, you do. I don't. Don't lie. (laughs) Right, now, John. Any other business before we well, before no, we fly? Well, no, I've not finished going through this shit. Oh, here you go, collecting the foods. Now we're getting to the business. See, have you got any of these things? Because this is what you bloody needed. You know what? You know what I wish I'd fucking kept. Oh, go on. Was, and they've got a few of these tape things. Do you remember when they started and their PR was Anton Brooks who had done Nirvana? Right. Oh, oh you mean the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, yeah. I'm talking about the Foo not the Starbenders. Stop thinking about the Starbenders. That's I all you do these I days. I can't stop thinking about Chick <laughs> yeah. D. 
Kovacic did. Yeah. He he gave that when he was just trying Can to say. Can I just say, say I, I was joking when I say all I think about is chick dick chick dick. <laughs> I wasn't actually that was satirical. Meaning. That was satirical. Yeah, Iro- it was ironical. Yeah, it was iconic, iconic and it was and surreal. Ironic. Yeah, surreal. Yeah. Go on, sorry. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Anton Brooks. When the Foo Fighters started, I remember him coming around to the office with tape, like cassette tape. And say, and just because he was trying to do it really softly, because you know it was the whole thing, like right. Kurt had died, right. and Kirk, sorry, had died, <laughs> had loosed a twenty gauge Kirk. shotgun into his face. Is this Kirk or Kurt? One of the two. Yeah. And now Dave was doing his own band, and he came, just had like little sets of like two or three songs. I said, "What do you think of that?" What do you, think? you know, that's what I should have kept. Those fucking tapes. Instead they of throwing be... it in the bin, <laughs> yeah. which I believe was your put default in, position. Put it in the round file to listen to later. I remember uh, in the 80s at one point when Kerrang was still in Covent Garden. Yeah. And um, I bumped into the guy that used to design Flexipop, where I used to do oh, yeah. some writing. Uh, and then they started doing a monthly thing called Metal Fury. Yeah. This is like very early 80s and it would fold out into a poster yeah i know what you mean so i used to edit and write the whole thing right um and this guy mark he would design that as well as flexi pop and he was clearly sort of a bit of a rocker he'd be down yeah. in the basement you could always smell weed and yeah. loud music dead giveaway um <laughs> and then cut to a few years later i'm outside the kerrang office in covent garden and here's Mark. And you know, like when you see someone you used to work with a few years ago, yeah. it's like, oh, it's good, but yeah, i got to go, i got to go. Yeah. Hey. I said, oh, Mark, what's it, how's it going? And of course, he said the immortal words, which you always dreaded in those days, still do. I'm in a band. Have you got that money? You oh. No, no, I'm in a band. I, I've, in fact, I've got a tape. Oh. Would you like a copy? Yeah. Oh, of course I don't want a fucking copy. Do I want a copy of your tape? Yeah. I went... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Fucking good times. Yeah. Hug, hug, hug. Yeah. Upstairs. Straight in the bin. Yeah. Straight in the bin. Yeah. And then about a year or two after that, turned out he was Zodiac Mindwall. <laughs> yeah. And, and he'd been giving me the, the earliest demo, which got them the deal. And uh, but by the time I found that out, he was already on tour with Guns and Roses yeah, yeah. in America. <laughs> <laughs> so that, ah, that, that, that that turned out well. Yeah, that turned that out, turned very out well. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, on that, you never hear show, of him these days, though, do you? Uh, I suppose not. No, yeah. uh, he's one of those. We we should do a whole episode on those that shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. You've said that before. We never have. We never do it. No. Just because it's not that interesting. Oh, oh. That's okay. why. Yeah, well, yeah. some of us still remember Zodiac Mind War. Yes, yes. What was his song called? There Prime you go. Movie. Oh, he's remembered. He's done it. No, there was one before Prime oh, Movie. That's the good one. Let's really end this now. <laughs> we will leave you on that cliffhanger. Played a bit of the Starbenders to and, see us out. And we'll see you out with... Uh, oh, What's it called? Ooh, that is a chick, isn't it? There's a little yeah. video that goes with it on Spotify. Ooh. Oh, listen, go to Spotify, <laughs> play Body Talk by Star. Body Bender. Talk, that's Body it. Talk by Star. Because there's a body right there, it's talking, and it ain't a dick. 
calm yourself, John. Until the next goodbye. Farewell. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How do I stop this, Fern? <laughs>